Hello, everybody. Welcome to RNG PC. We are a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, but there is no long, drawn-out campaign here. We are creating random playable characters that have fleshed out backstories. Last week, we we released an episode that was previously a Patreon exclusive, so be sure to check that one out. Today, we are back to our regularly scheduled programming, and we are going to explore the storytelling and the role-playing aspects of the game. My name is Nathan, and this is my co-host, Jake. How's it going? Hello. Uh, It is going well. A little just crazy and upturned, I feel like, on our end. I had had moving, so that's I'm now in a new place, so that is what was happening with me. Yeah, we released that Patreon episode as kind of like a last-minute filler because uh, both of our schedules got a little chaotic. Yeah, out of nowhere. And you know what? That happens. <laughs> I think I think that's that's something that we're bound to have to come across from time to time. Just you know, life. <laughs> life. You think you think that's just there sometimes? I think it finds a way. You know, it finds it a way to fuck up everything you have going on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So I was going to say something, and it escaped me. Completely forgot. Wow. Um. That's the other thing is I think we're a little rusty because it's actually been two weeks. Since we put yeah. out, or since we've recorded, at least, as well, on our So end. you moved. Yeah. I got a new job. Yeah. Um, Lloyd had a birthday. I mean, shit. Lloyd had a birthday. So many things happened in all of our lives. I had something I wanted to, like, discuss, but I forgot. Wow. That's what why you got to write it down. Like, the banter random discussion part right here in our script is empty right now. Yeah. It's nothing. I know. I didn't think I had to write it down, because it was just a... It would essentially just be us talking. Yeah, but sure. I forgot. Well, I mean, I, I to be fair, question to ask you. That's what we're doing right now. We are just talking. But I mean, right now no, we're talking about con- nothing. It's not constructive speaking. Oh no! I mean, hardly anything I ever do is constructive speaking. I well, prefer deconstructive speaking, like to break Why? it down, keep it real. I'll oh pull, yeah. I'll pull up to your classroom. I'll take one of the chairs, turn it around, sit like a cool kid, and be like, "Hey, look, I'm gonna break it down." You can't you. do that. Yeah. No, that's how cool. That's how cool it is. It's you about keeping it real. You can't do that in computer chairs. You can totally do that in computer chairs. I could not sit backwards in my chair I'm currently sitting in. You got to get more flexible, bro. No, yep. you just couldn't. I don't. You know what? I don't believe in the word can't. I don't think it's real. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. Let me throw it back to high school football. I'm physically unable <laughs> to sit backwards in uh, my computer chair. I was going to say, do you? Did you? Because no, there was that was track. There was the the discus throwing. It wasn't coach. track. There was, okay, okay, so I, I I can't say it wasn't track, but it was. It, I heard it first from the guy who walked on like his ankles. Oh yeah, remember yeah, that yeah. Football, football coach yeah. we had for like two weeks before for, he yeah. left to a better school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, but see, I had already been exposed to that from the discus throwing coach that would make you run a lap anytime you used the word "can't" in a sentence. So, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. That's not where I heard that first. So yeah, but still, I mean, it's kind of a good. It's a good practice to not Is use it? the word can't. I mean, I think it, that lim- mentally limits yourself. Yoda yelled at Luke for using the word try, right? So, I mean, sure. Similar. Yeah, it is similar. You there know, those no toxic t- words in your brain. Yep. No one likes that toxic garbage. Have you remembered what you were going to ask yet? Because I'm running out of things. I feel like I'm about. talking to the opposite of the neighbor from Home Improvement <laughs> right now. Because <laughs> all I see is Don't your address beard. it. No one can see it. No one knows what you're talking about. Oh my god! Do you want to explain for the listeners at home? 
sure. For everyone who knows anything about audio, Jake decided that it would be a good idea to put a pop filter on his mic and use one of those other pop filters. It's like a pop screen that's, that's in front even, of the mic that has the pop filter on it. That's not even like even if I moved this round pop filter, it's just the setup I currently have with my mic and webcam is not great. Do yeah. I want to move the webcam? Do you want to be, no? Want it's, to, look, no. What's happening? Fine. I'm moving the webcam. Now I'm over here. Well, that's better. Yeah, but see, like, I don't like what my background behind me. Like, I don't. God, this is we're this is an audio format right now, and you're complaining about the visual for yourself. Welcome yeah, to my relationship with Nathan. You oh, know how God, much geez. I depend on your reactions by looking at your eyes. Wow! If I know I said something stupid successfully or not, I can't wow. tell by looking at your chin. You're gonna quiver your chin for me. Plus, you can't even see my chin. My chin is buried in this in this illustrious beard. Here, there, it's yeah. off to the side. Is this better? It's not. It's it is not better. better. It's better Here, for me. You know, I'm gonna give you an upward angle. How about that? Oh, enjoy the the. Oh. What is this? Oh, that's not bad either. Gross. This is gross too. Because like, I have to look at you over here, and the camera's okay. Why are we doing this live? Why is this? I wish you weren't wearing that fucking shirt. And I'm just... <laughs> I'm so... this, I just love is, saying this that. This is my. This is my. I'm not good shirt. It's my good summer shirt. Anyways, I think this is, a, this is a nice nice segue to talk about how the fact that we are still planning on Twitch streaming, and with this now being a move for me, I'm trying to figure out what my setup will be for when I stream and what should be behind me and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I don't think we have a hard set date for that anymore, but that definitely is in the future, so definitely keep an eye out. We should do it. We should. We, we should. suck. We suck. No. No. It's not that we suck. It's that we had so many other things going on, and I think what will be better about this now is both of us can kind of be a little settled in that, and then we can just jump in completely unprepared and naked into the pool that is streaming. Jumping in pools naked is fun. It is. It can be. It's a nice way to just, I was going to say give yourself an enema, but that's, I don't think that works. Your, your butthole is just going to allow things to fly into it at will. Whoa. That's not how it works. Don't, don't, don't presume to, don't, don't assume don't. what my butthole does and doesn't do, sir. Oh my God. <laughs> this is 2021, all right? I can't assume that your anatomy works the same as everyone else's. Correct. Let All my right, butthole well, be free. If you wear too loose of shorts and I hear a whistle, I guess I'll know why. <laughs> I closed the door. There's no breeze in here anymore. It's getting very warm, which is another reason I wore this nice shirt. Because it It's going to be so hot. I'm going to be hot today, too. Yeah. It's, it's, it's officially sweating in the studio season. Yeah. 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 I was going to say, I saw, um, saw a meme that was talking about pads, you know, for women. And okay. a man talking about how he 100% enjoyed using them to keep have keep from having ball sweat and swamp ass. <laughs> Whatever works, man. So I'm just not saying, bash anyone. If if you know if what's a, what's a pads brand? What's a what's a brand like if we want to get sponsored? Oh, doesn't, doesn't doesn't Tampax cover it all? Sure, sure. Like, just saying, Tampax. If there's anyone listening, I don't think we talk to anyone in your your target audience, but. Maybe we branch out. Maybe you branch out into into men and, and start targeting them for your ads. What about do uh, diapers? That's too much, right? I feel like there's there's a lot of extra going on. Like, you don't need, the like, everything covered down there. Plus, our mic, my mic would probably pick it up every time I shifted my weight. Yeah. Like, crinkle. Like, yeah. And I feel like pads have spent a, a majority of their existence trying to not be recognizable upon movement and um, anything else like that. 
why are we talking about this? I, I have no idea. The... This is this is what happens when you don't write down the question you're going to ask. Is you leave it up to the RNG gods, and we just talk about. Well, the whatever. reason why I'm so upset is because I have more to talk about regarding this okay. conversation. <laughs> you have more words you want to talk about? Yeah, about us have pursuing seen... Tampax as a <laughs> an ad. Have you seen the TikTok trend where girlfriends ask their boyfriends, "Where do you put a pad?" I'm not. I'm not. I'm not on the talks. So. Gotcha. Well, I don't know. Sometimes I end up on Facebook or Instagram. That's true. But um, do you know where you put a pad? You put it in the underwear, correct? Yeah, good job. <laughs> Not a, apparently, people don't know that. Oh. I was say, are you the girlfriend I mean, then here in this situation? Is that? I guess I was, because oh. I knew the answer. <laughs> to be fair, you're married, and it would spend a lot more of your life in a relationship than I have, so I would assume you would know I that before I guess that's true. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's fair, I suppose. All right. There we go. Thanks for coming to to Tampax Talking Hour. Pad, I'm uncomfortable. Pad Pad Pals. We're the Pad Pals over here talking about pads and their multiple and their multifunctional abilities. Yep. Yep. Don't label Ball them sweat, as one thing. Butt sweat. Ball sweat. Butt sweat. And what they're actually built for. The Red River. <laughs> oh yeah, we filled at least close to ten minutes here now. In the beginning. <laughs> I, I wish think, I had a real conversation to talk to you about. Wow. Good to know you don't think this was a real conversation. I feel like anybody that is listening at this point probably skipped ahead. So, I hope so. That's why the timestamps are here. Some people like us and some people want us to just get right into it. <laughs> well, as a beautiful segue will ever exist, that one is. Words. <laughs> we should do it. All right. We're trying to be a fucking poet over there. <laughs> let's, let's get into it. Let's get into the character this week. Okay. We would like to take this opportunity to thank our patrons. We would like to thank Impending Duff for his continued patronage. Uh, he is a Twitch streamer over at twitch.tv slash impending duff. Um, while we still have limited Patreons, we will say special things like that for people until it will take too long to do that kind of thing for special people. So if you get in first and tell us something special about yourself, we'll be more specific about our Patreons. But once we have too many, we're just going to say your name. So that's why Duff gets a special treatment right now. Twitch.tv slash ImpendingDuff. He paints minis. He's won awards. Uh, mostly Warhammer. But he does some D&D stuff as well. Um, if you would like us to shout you out here, go to Patreon.com slash RNGPC and we'll shout out your Twitch channel, your name, whatever the case may be. All right, Brosif. All right, bro. I created. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm supposed to know there's a rebuttal to that, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, I think we just keep. Going. Um, it's fine. It's fine. Just, just roll with it. Um, I created my character this week. Yay! It's pretty simple. Almost a little too simple. That's because I couldn't decide on what I want to do about the class. But that's okay. 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 All right. Um. So first, I have to say that I finished my first big book of the year. Ooh. Uh, earlier this week was it an 860 page book wow was it an atlas no hmm. it wasn't big in size it was just big in page number mm, okay that, i get the confusion I, on my end i was thinking like large parameters or di- diameters no. of it well, Param- dimensions what word am i trying to say it's not parameters That's, size i'm trying to sound educated though I don't want to You're just... not, though. You went to a public school. It doesn't matter with you. Yeah, but then I went to a state school college. I don't <laughs> public? Know. No. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I have a piece of paper that says I smart. Yep. 
I'm happy for you, dude. <laughs> it's an expensive piece of paper. Anyways. Very expensive. I love how out of this, though, you're the one talking about actually being learned and reading books. And I'm over here like, Atlas. Yep. Book size. <laughs> <laughs> so I finished this book. It's a Western by a gentleman named Larry McMurtry, who is also known for being a co-writer on the Brokeback Mountain script. Okay. Is that his? Um, is, what's his name again? Larry McMurtry? Yep, that's how I would guess I to pronounce that. Hmm. Is that a? Is that like a? Um, what's what's it called when you have a fake name you write under? A pseudonym. Pseudonym. Is that a pseudonym? I don't think so. It sounds like it's a nice name. It's a good. It sounds like a good writer name. I mean, he's got a picture on the back of it, so I think it's his real name. <clears throat> oh, okay. I think if you're writing under a pseudonym, you're also going to try to be anonymous, not put a picture of yourself in your book. You know. I sure, but I feel like if you have another name that you're trying like maybe maybe but also like i feel like somebody just might not want their real name being what they do it through like it's a brand right you know anyways why well, don't this is not the important part of this conversation how was the western 800 pages is, good. is a lot 860 almost 900 pages i mean it's right in the middle it's not it's past the middle yep the book is called lonesome dove i haven't said that yet good good shout out good call and it's an amazing book. Um, it's a Pulitzer Prize winner from Ooh. the year it was written. So that's how you know it's good. Yeah. Um, my brother recommended it to me. He got it to me for Christmas, so I read it. And um, it's the first book I've ever read that's strictly a character-driven book. Like, there's obviously action in it, and there's a plot, and there's stuff going sure. on. But that those are, like, not as important, if that makes sense. Like, it's like this book is just a snippet in time. Yeah, and it just feels really real and really grounded, and all the characters are really cool, really unique. There, there was never a chapter in the book where I'm like, "Well, I can't wait till this chapter's over, so I don't have to read about this fucking character anymore." Yeah. Which usually happens at least once in a book. I'm like, <laughs> I don't care about this character. I hope they die or leave or something. Wow. Um, but I did not feel that way in this book. So, the synopsis of the book is that these um ex these retired Texas Rangers um decide that they're going to take like hundreds of cattle from texas and cattle drive them all the way up to montana and be one of the first new settle settled cattle ranches in montana okay so Um, some oregon trail level shit i like it kind of yep yep um they bring a whore with them there's a bunch of uh there's a bunch of sorry that was the the w-h-o-r-e not like a yep okay all right i just want to make sure it wasn't like ooh, we're gonna bring this scary thing just to like ooh, look at this horror it's going to scare nope. you because they bring a slut. Okay. All right. <laughs> Prostitute. I mean, I would mean, say to be fair, probably. Yeah. How long is the journey expected to take for them? A while. A while. I don't remember any more okay. off the top of my head, but it took them a while. Would you say probably about 830 pages is how long it would probably take them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe 800. <laughs> I think they got there around 800 pages. Oh, okay. Um, but, uh, it's funny because like the book, well, the book does have really violent moments. The language itself isn't that violent. So whenever one of the cowboys, like, go, they go to a new town and they go to, like, the saloon or the um, whorehouse, they never, like, this, I don't think the word sex is referred to once. It's always, like, these cowboys walk up to these these ladies and they're like, how much for a poke? Mm. It's like, that's, how they, that's how they refer to sex in the book. It took me a minute to get used to that. Um, <laughs> were, you, were you the whole time thinking, like, I didn't even know they had Facebook. I didn't even know they were poking people. Like, jeez. You're so dumb. <laughs> that fucking aged you. 
There's people who use Facebook right now that don't know what that means. I know. Because it was the worst feature. <laughs> it was so dumb. For all the children at home, Facebook, when it first came out, you could just poke somebody. And you want, you want to know what it did? It just showed up on their account that Jake poked you. And then it's just you could have a You could have poking uh, streaks, though. I think that's how you get. I think so. You get STDs, maybe. But like, I'd poke you, and then I can't poke you again until you've poked me, and it had uh, to be back and forth. So mm. we'd get like a poking streak if we just kept it going. That's so dumb. It is so dumb. It is. God, we should just shut down Facebook for the fact that they ever had that as a feature. That, I agree. That, that, in its, that in itself should be a disqualifying feature for the whole thing. <laughs> Anyways, um, so poking back yeah, in the anyway, day meant sex. I guess, regardless. Getting so that's the, my motivation this week is why I'm even talking about it. Is the word poke. so? Yep, oh. it's the book. You fuck Jesus oh. Christ! No, you poke. <laughs> <laughs> that was a terrible joke. I enjoyed it, and that's the only reason I'm here. Yep. Um, okay. Also, cool. <laughs> so I brought a background, which isn't exactly what I want, but maybe we can work it. I don't know. Oh, I don't have. I don't have. I'm not like. Yeah. Sure. Um, I don't like, um, I'm not as dead set on ideas I normally am when I bring inspiration, so I'm really open to interpretation, which I think is a good thing. I'm not like, nice. I don't have hopes and dreams for this character. I just have like a, a vague idea. Um, <laughs> I don't care if this character gets hit by like a, a fantasy car walking across the street. It's fine. <laughs> so I brought the background of Cattle Rustler, mm, which, is a, which is not the same as Cattle Driver, but it kind of could work out. Depends, I think, I, it depends Wait, on where I, shut up and I'll tell you. Oh, sorry. I'm getting excited. <laughs> um, it's not the same as like a cattle driver, but I think depending on where we meet this character, he could have already been like a cattle driver, like moving cattle around. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the description is real short for cattle rustler in the background. It says, You lived in the shadows, raiding farmers and shepherds in the dead of night. What made you choose this path of crime? Did you notice mm. the abundance of unprotected livestock around you? Did you notice you had a certain knack for snuggling animals in the darkness? Cattle rustlers are stealthy and quiet. They operate unseen and unheard. So you steal the so, cattle. Yeah. Also, I love Which is, I, I love the line, did you notice you had a certain knack for smuggling animals in the darkness? Yeah. That sounds like a Panic at the Disco song. Like, yeah. smuggling animals in the darkness? How would you even notice that? It's like, you know what? I guess I'm kind of good at this. You know, I was like, hey, look, there's a cat. And I picked it up and just took it from the, their house one time in the middle of the night. I was like, I'm really good at stealing cats in the middle of the night. Yeah. I should do this with cows. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that. Okay. Um, it's com- it comes with a qu- pretty cool feature. Uh, quick getaway. You always know the quickest escape route out of any <clears throat> building should things turn south. Nice. So I'm used to being around trouble you can presume based off that whether i'm causing yeah. it or just in places i shouldn't be mm-hmm. you know um and then i brought a race with me okay um i brought my favorite race yeah. which is the half orc yeah that is we haven't made is, one in a while yeah let's say it is that is your go-to i feel like you're your safe bet <clears throat> i like the half orcs that's fair i don't know why but i do um and then i brought the name for this character which is a combination of the two main characters in lonesome dove Aww. So his, his name is Gus Woodrow. What's the, what are the names in the book? Um, Augustus McCree and Woodrow Call. You didn't bring McCree? McCray, I think. It's not McCree, it's McCray. Ugh. It's M-C-C-R-A-E. As somebody that has just recently decided he's a McCree main in Overwatch, I'm upset with you. <laughs> 
just now you cited that? Well, it's be- and we don't have to get into that. That's the gaming podcast if we want to get into that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I like that. Gus Woodrow? That sounds... This this guy that's a good that's a good cowboy name too right yeah like I like that I like it um, me too wow okay. I was gonna bring so I don't know if you noticed but I've got class in two different places because mm. I was torn it's because you have because so I was gonna say I thought it was just because you wanted this character to be extra classy but no okay it's because I might pull a U and just choose a class that works with the stats we roll okay. but I haven't truly decided or, or we could roll I mean well so even just right off the bat here. It seems like because they get skill proficiencies in stealth and animal handling, that yeah, in a, in a way makes me think rogue and or druid in itself. But I mean, we can go a lot of different ways with this. I, I'm fine with just seeing what goes with the stats as well as what we roll. Because I mean, within the personality traits and ideals, there could be stuff down here that's like, oh, that doesn't really make sense with a rogue. Or this doesn't really make. Sense. I mean, we can make anything make sense within a class because I don't think class is the most defining feature of a of a character. But <clears throat> cool, fine. I don't want to do rogue, so I hope it doesn't happen. But we'll see. If it does, it does. I'm not gonna make. I'm not gonna make it not happen. But. You don't want to do a cow rogue. No. Okay. Rogues suck. Rogues do do. Not really. They do. They they do dick damage. And and once you get to level ten, you can't roll below a ten on a skill check. So is that why uh, Bill's rolling like 30, 40 Well, that's because plus he, stealth checks. He our our rogue in our campaign leans stealth. No, <clears throat> stealth is because you will get so many pluses to it, and they get uh, uh, expertise, which allows you to add your proficiency bonus twice to it. So that essentially means like at level ten, that's plus eight at a minimum to stealth. On top of then adding your decks as well, um, and then gotcha. if you roll anything below a ten, it's automatically a ten, which then by itself an expertise makes it at least an eighteen plus whatever your decks is. So, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, rogues get real broken. <laughs> so, but yeah. Well, all right. So yeah, I think then uh, that's what I brought. So that's what I brought with me. Do you think we should get uh, get to rolling, rolling, rolling? Get this cattle rolling. Right, so that's a thing. I'm not crazy. Maybe it's not cattle, but get these doggies rolling. I don't know. Okay, yeah. Whoop crap. That's a thing. I'm already over your. I'm over your shit already. Just got here. <laughs> Taking another week off next week, everyone. <laughs> We're calling it, calling it now. This is now a bi-weekly podcast. <laughs> um. All right. Cool. So yeah, let's roll. Who do you want to roll first? And what we're rolling on personality trait? I'm assuming we want to roll within the. A cattle rustler? Yes, obviously roll within the cattle rustler. I want you to roll first so I can be in control of the flaw. All right. I'm rolling a D8 for personality trait. Making rhymes. Ooh, I rolled the uno, which is one in Spanish. Um, Personality trait is I am constantly observing every corner of my surroundings, especially in unfamiliar territory. Okay. I like that. Very perceptive. I like that. I like that. All right. Next is ideal, um, which will help with the alignment. Is that a D6? Yes, sir. I also rolled a one. Oh. Which is charity. I never steal from people who cannot afford it. Robin Hood. Good alignment. Got a Robin Hood thing going on. Not quite, I guess. He doesn't say, doesn't say he gives to the poor. Sure. He doesn't steal from them. Okay, it's a classic half Robin Hood. <laughs> classic half Robin classic. Hood. Classic. Just... <laughs> the greedy Robin Hood. All right, next D6 <laughs> is for Bond. <clears throat> Ooh, I rolled Duff's dice. Um, and I rolled a two, which is I never use another man's weapon, and I never let anyone else 
touch mine. Interesting. I like that because that could be fun to play with because that could be in itself. What is that? Why is that weapon so important to him? And what is it? I think that's fun. Maybe it could also be the fact that like this weapon is mine. Don't get your dirty hands on it. Yep. I mean, I guess that's a boring way to do it and not have it affect the character backstory at all. But yeah, we could do that too. What if you? What if you had a certain kind of tape around your sure. hilt and now it's formed to your fingers, so like no one else can fuck it up if they touch it? Yep. I. I yeah. <laughs> Everyone's Flaw, been there, baby. Everyone's been there. I'm putting. I'm putting big four energy out there. You need to stop reading. God damn it! I rolled a one See, again. That's what you get. I always leave a calling card at the scene of the crime. Ooh, what bandits in the house? Stupid. <laughs> I'm more upset that I rolled two ones than the fact that that flaw right. sucks. The flaw doesn't really suck. You could be Zoro. Dude, I'm getting big Zoro energy from this guy right now. It could, at least it wasn't three. I would have been real upset if it was three. It was three. I run away if the fight turns against me. I think yeah. that's just that's just a survival thing. And, and most Stupid. Yeah, stay there and die. Like a like a real cattle rustler. <laughs> uh, it's a fantasy right. world. You're meant to die. Whoa! There we go. There's that that that's the tagline of some poster. That should have been the, the tagline of like the Hobbit. <laughs> some, the what? Hobbit. The Hobbit three. Whatever the name of that one was. It's a fantasy world. The you're Battle meant of to the die. Five Armies. Sure. It's a fantasy world. You're meant to die. <laughs> you just get on a boat and die. They don't. Okay, we're not getting back. We're not reopening. We're back that. there again. We're not reopening. That. Nope. Nope. All right. Um, are we rolling stats now? Yeah, should we? I mean, unless you want to do something else, we could take a break. I don't know. Get a pizza. <laughs> do something else. Oh, dude. In the meantime. I just I made breakfast. Pizza. I'm not that hungry. So. Okay. I I'm, love pizza. Okay, do you want me to roll strength? I hear you messing with dice over there as well. Sure, roll some strength. All right, all right. Uh, are we doing just the normal? We've never. We, it's been a while since we've done something else. Don't even ask anymore, because I'm not doing anything else. <laughs> okay, all right. So I rolled a five, a three, a three, and a two. So that's eleven for strength. Okay, okay. It's maybe not, not a barbarian. Not broken. Did you want this guy to be a barbarian? That'd have been cool. Right. Um, I rolled a four, a three, a three, and a two. So a ten, right? Correct, sir. Look at One these. Less than you. Look at these. These good, mediocre stats. Okay, I'm rolling on Constitution. Oh, yeah, that was Dex. Did we say that was Dexterity? No, no. <laughs> dexterity. Sorry, I don't know why. That was Dexterity. We need to remember to call this stuff out. It's an audio format. Okay, I'm rolling Constitution. <laughs> Ooh, also not... Oh, God, this is bad. I rolled a 4, a 2, a 1, and a 1. 6, 7. That's a 7 Constitution. Why? Why? He's a sickly con- a six- sickly cattle rustler. I hope I roll all sixes for his next ones. For intelligence? Why would he be rustling cattle then if he's so smart? Oh, I got close, baby. I rolled a five, a yeah. five, yeah. a five, yeah. and a six. Jesus. So, 16? <laughs> yep. Jeez. So he's smart. He's real smart. Is he going to be a cattle driving wizard? <laughs> <laughs> I'm rolling wisdom. Ooh, this is also not bad. I rolled a 6, a 4, a 4, and a 2. So 14. Nice. Perfect. Charisma, baby. I want another good one. Charisma. Get that sweet, sweet, spicy charisma. This is not bad. A 5, a 5, a 3, and a 2. So 13. Correct. I really hate that con. 
I'm sorry. Only because it makes this character unplayable. No, it doesn't. It just <laughs> In means... In a campaign setting, it does. You have no HP. You're squishier than a cloth wearer. <laughs> and you're a half-orc. So? You have un- the, uh, what is the uh, an indomitable thing where you can come back up? Is that a, that's a barbarian, isn't it? No, it's a half-orc. It's a half-orc half It's a race thing? Yeah, it's not a, gotcha. a class thing. Whatever, I forget. <laughs> if this were a real character, I'd probably swap wisdom and con but we're not gonna do that so i would switch intelligence and con yeah that would make the most sense but <laughs> what if i want them to be smart and not wise okay well what let, let's look at classes let's get into the classes here you're just full of the yawnies today what's going on over there i slept on the couch oh do you want to talk about it i wasn't in trouble or anything mm-hmm. that's exactly <laughs> what someone in trouble would say <laughs> No, we went uh, We went out last night just to have a couple of drinks with some people since the uh, training is over at work. And uh, Echo started to get restless because he didn't get the extra play time. Mm. So Chelsea went to bed, and I'm like, I'll lay on the couch until he settles. And then I just slept on the couch. Classic dad move. <laughs> um, okay, so looking in classes. So we got the high, what, we got a high intelligence and high wisdom. So if we're looking at classes, that plays into wisdom... High is for cleric, druid. Oh, boom! Intelligence and wisdom. Oh, that's the saves. Sorry, primary. Oh, wisdom's the primary ability. Yeah, wisdom is also for cleric. Um, Dex and wisdom is for monk. Um, he could be a druid. Yeah, yeah. Wizard is intelligence. Artificer is also intelligence. <clears throat> artificer could be interesting. I don't want to be an artificer. Okay. Um, I think I like being a druid, dude, because then, like, I could be in touch with the plants and, like, grow my own tobacco and, like, make my own cigars. You could. You could. As well as then, <laughs> within that, uh, druids, like, are more animal-based. Or not, I mean, they're, they're, they generally communicate with animals more than other classes do, is, is what I would say with that. You want to hear something unfortunate? What? I just remember what I wanted to talk to you about. Well, save it for next time. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. Go to the intro part of the script right now, and this will be a great, great thing for people to come back next week and hopefully find out. I'm, I'm sitting on the edge of my seat, so excited, excited to hear what you just remembered. Do you, do you, want, do you want a cliffhanger? Yeah. I want to talk, I want your help in deciding which of our characters I should play in Duff's in-person campaign that starts next that's month. That's not a cliffhanger. That is just full on, just, that's the question. Yeah, but you have to stew on it now Ugh. for a whole week. Oh, I'm going to forget. And I want to know why you think it should be Dro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. We're not, we're, that's, we're not there. That's next week. We gotta, we'll worry about that next week. Right now I'm looking at <laughs> Druid. I'm looking at Druid subclasses for something that would be cool with your cattle rustler. Circle Druid of the Shepherd? Subclass. What is Circle of the Shepherd? This sounds like, at least in word sense, like it would make the most sense. Let's see what Tasha has to say. <clears throat> Druids of the Circle of the Shepherd commune with the spirits of nature, especially the spirits of beasts and the fae, and call to those spirits for aid. These druids recognize that all living things play a role in the natural world, yet they focus on protecting animals and fae creatures that have difficulty defending themselves, like cows. Shepherds, as they are known, see such creatures as their charges. They ward off monsters that threaten them, rebuke hunters who kill 
more prey than necessary and prevent civilizations from encroaching on rare animal habitats and on sites sacred to the Fae. Many of these druids are happiest far from cities and towns, content to spend their days in the company of animals and fey creatures of the wilds. Members of the circle become adventurers to oppose forces that threaten their charges or seek knowledge and power that will help them safeguard their charges better. Whether these druids go wherever, damn it, wherever these druids go, the spirits of the wilderness are with them. The sounds. Did you did you enjoy that? I'm I one, I think I nailed everything except for the last sentence. And then <laughs> two, this sounds like it somewhat lines up. I suppose it could. But what if I said no? I mean, sure, character can do whatever you want. And plus, you know, I believe in That's right. being important. So baby, if you say no means no. Baby. <clears throat> what if I did what if I did Circle of the Wildfire? I mean you could. I don't re- read about it. So oh, this Just, is, can I can I let me see I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm gonna talk some more. At second no. level you get a thing called speech of the woods, the ability to converse with beasts and many fey. You can learn to speak, read, and write Sylvan. In addition, beasts can understand your speech and you gain the ability to decipher their noises and motions. Is a cow a beast? Yes. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure any if if, if there's a DM out there that has so if specific- I so if I so if I made a cow out of myself, would I get rid of the pain of being a man? <laughs> yes. I don't think the people on six hundred my six hundred pound life are pain free. <laughs> what are you saying? Cows. Yeah. Wow. Woof. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, woof. They're fucking animals. No, okay. This is just... They're still people. But they made the, a cow out of themselves. That's not... I don't think that's, I don't think that's the tagline of that show. I don't think anyone would appreciate that. Um, Dude, the only reason why that show exists is so people can laugh at them. I don't think so. I think it's trying to help people, isn't it? In some way. Reality TV is all about making yourself feel better. So you watch these people have terrible lives and you feel better about yourself. I mean, that's definitely a, a pessimistic view on it. I don't completely disagree with it. I don't think that means you should <laughs> lean into it. Regardless. What else is Fine, going on? What'd you this, say? What else is going on with this, this wildfire thing? Circle of the wildfire. I just think it's really cool, but it doesn't. It, 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 that, it, that's all. Wow. Thanks. Thanks, Nate, for that in depth review. That's all. That's all. We're really good at just, you know, offending as many different people as we can. Why was that offensive? It was just Bugs it's, Bunny, wasn't it? It's Porky the Pig that does it at the end oh, of Looney whatever. Tunes. And it's like making fun of speech impediment, I feel like, a little bit. At least a little bit. It's just a, a tiny. I mean, I, don't, I never would have thought of that. Well, Porky the Pig definitely has a stutter. So, Does he always or just when he's saying that's all, folks? I'm not sure. They might have gotten rid of that, actually. I haven't watched, I'm, I'll have to watch Space Jam, too, to find out. Oh yeah, there's a lot of things. The Game of Thrones is apparently in Space Jam too. Yeah, it's because they're just referencing everything. They're just making all. That's a movie. Like, I'll watch it, but I'm not gonna like it. I mean, I might. I might like it. I like crappy movies. <laughs> um, but I'm excited for the new Mortal Kombat. It, that does look okay. That's our movie podcast. That's our movie <sighs> like excitement podcast. We don't review it. We just talk about how excited we are for it, and then never talk about it after we. Then watch never it. watch it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I just don't even watch it. Um, okay, so no, with this one you get the ability to talk to animals and or 
they understand you and you can understand their noises and motions. It does say, however, most beasts lack the intelligence to convey or understand sophisticated concepts, but a friendly beast could relay what they've seen or heard in the recent past. This ability doesn't grant you any special friendship with the beast, though you can combine this ability with gifts to convey favor with them as you would a non-player character. So essentially it just it allows you to communicate more directly with animals. <clears throat> it just makes me wonder what kind of cattle driver I would be then. Would I be trying to save the cows, or am I still taking these things that I can communicate with to be shot in the head? <laughs> I mean, a lot of this seems like you, you would want to protect them. Your whole thing is that you don't think animals should be raised in some sort. I mean, it wouldn't have to be exactly this, but the there's the line that I read for the Circle of the Shepherd that says you see these creatures as your charges and you are there to protect them. So you ward off monsters that threaten them, rebuke hunters who kill more prey than necessary, and prevent... Okay, so I understand... Okay, I like that, though, because that means that I understand that they, they do... It's a circle yes. of life. Yes, that it's not that, oh my god, I need to save all of them. It's just that, you know, if there's someone mistreating these types of animals, that's not great. Like, we shouldn't... Like, I get that they're there to help, you know, move... Yeah, like, I just didn't want to create another, <clears throat> like, big physically big character that's like a vegan (laughs) we got at least two of those already yeah i didn't want to do that again (laughs) so that's why i was concerned about that specifically but as long as he as long as this character can like understand that it's like a circle of life kind of thing but as long as they're not mistreated in the meantime yeah and the thing i'll say too is when it says cattle rustlers i don't know if we necessarily need it to just be cows i know that's where this like motivation comes from but it could be other types of animals um, the other fun thing you get at a pretty early level with this is at second level, you get a spirit totem. You gain the ability to call forth nature spirits and use them to influence the world around you. Um, there's, I could be like Hagrid. You could. This could be a Hagrid-esque like thing <clears throat> with Buckbeak. <laughs> <laughs> um, with this, so you, have, ooh, these, so you have three different options when you can use a... You have the bear spirit. The bear spirit grants you the ability or grants your allies its might and endurance. Each creature of your choice... Uh, within the aura around you gains temporary hit points equal to 5 plus your druid level. In addition, you and your allies gain advantage on strength checks and strength saving throws. That's cool. And then Hawk Spirit uh, aids your allies with keen sight, uh, makes an attack roll within the thing. You get a grant advantage. on the, You can just grant people within 30 feet of you advantage on their attack rolls, as well as they have like advantage every, on like every time? It's for a minute. I can use my reaction. So yeah, every time, as long as I never use my reaction, mm-hmm. I can advantage. advantage. And then Unicorn Spirit lends protection to those nearby. You and your allies gain advantage on all ability checks made to detect creatures in the spirit's aura. In addition, you can cast uh, a spell using a spell slot that restores hit points to any creature in, uh, inside or outside the aura. Each creature of your choice regains hit points equal to your druid level. So that allows you just... Yeah, so you... The one thing about druids that I like and I want to replay one now, understanding D and D better, is they are really a support class, or they're 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 a, a Swiss Army knife class. And what's cool about these three different spirits is that just amplifies that feature within a druid. Because do you need whatever you need in that moment? These three things will hit on three different things to potentially help. Do you need to heal people up? Do you trying to do a shit ton of damage? Or are you trying to like, you know, bulk people up in some way? Like. That's that's the main like the best druids are often played to the point where you have to pick your spells each day to what you're trying to do and I think again like this just kind of speaks to like going in to steal cattle or release them the approach to trying to get them out 
that day is going to be a lot different than when you're trying to then move them somewhere to safety, right? Like you need to be a lot yeah. stealthier and quicker and whatever getting in. And then when you're trying to move them somewhere, like, so it allows this person to be very versatile. Um, that's what I think is the most fun about Druids is that you can play whatever thing is needed in the moment. Dope. You sold me. I'm done. Nice. Circle of the Shepherd. Also, how cool would it be now he's Shepherd Gus Woodrow? <laughs> like, uh, or Shepherd Woodrow? That just sound, that has that is a, a big like Western like feel to it. Is well. I don't know. I like I like Shepherd. I like putting that in there. <laughs> I like it too. Not not a. You never watched not, not, what? I'm saying you never watched Firefly, did you? No. Okay. Well, it's too late for you. That's don't Nathan, watch it. Now. That's Nathan Fillion or some shit, right? Yeah, it's Nathan Fillion. Is it really that good? Everyone's for like, the oh, time. They for the time when it came out, yes. Watching it now, no. <laughs> it came out in like 2002, 2004, and was on Fox. It was something that it's like would not have existed anywhere else like that. So, it's based on something, right? Isn't that why it has such a big following, mm-hmm. or no? Nope. It is completely. No? Yep. It was Joss Whedon, so the guy that made Avengers. He made that yeah. with Nathan Fillion. And it has uh, Alan Tudyk in it as well. It has a bunch of people you'll recognize that have gone on to do that. Is. You do. You do know who Alan Tudyk is. You'd recognize his face if you looked him up. Fine. Oh, we're doing it? Now we're doing that in the middle of this, <laughs> in the middle of this episode? <laughs> oh, I know who that is. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> There's, yeah. Uh, and it has one of the bald ones in it, too. Um, oh, he's Steve the Pirate. Yeah. Alan Tudyk's That's great. amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> He's also in Night's Tale. The best Tale. part about Steve the Pirate is when he comes back is not the pirate anymore. <laughs> yeah. Or no, the best part's when they tell him it's okay to be a pirate. Yeah. He's like, Arr. <laughs> I haven't watched Dodgeball. Does Dodgeball hold up? I feel like that's not a movie yeah. that has a lot of problematic stuff in it nowadays. I don't think so. Okay. I mean, it came out around this, or I guess before... Uh, uh, Tropic Thunder, which is again great movie that never could have been okayed any time in the past five years. <laughs> I agree, but I also don't agree. I don't agree with taking something that's already been done and canceling sure. it. Like, oh, yeah. It's there already. Yep. Get I over it. I don't think it should be canceled, but like, well, like Disney Plus is doing this with a lot of stuff where they're taking older things and putting a content warning in front of it. I think that's fine. At least you're saying like, hey, we get that this is problematic, but it's an it's a product of its time period. Like, I don't yeah. think you should remove it. Like, one of the worst and most offensive pieces of content ever created is the uh, birth of a nation, which is about the Ku Klux Klan being these heroes and saving people. I don't think we should get rid of that entirely, but I think you should definitely be like, Hey, this is problematic. This is bad. Look at this as what it is, which is an offensive piece of content that is propaganda to some extent. And like, because if you start getting rid of shit like that, it allows for it to come back. It allows for it then to be remade in some way. If we don't learn from it and have it something as there's like, here's an example of what not to do people will start doing it again. Like, you can't just erase history because then you make the same mistakes. So You know what makes me mad? What? Tangents? They got rid of the, they oh. got rid of the, pan, the panty rating episode in SpongeBob and Paramount+. Plus. Oh, did they? Yeah. Sorry. When Mr. Crab is in SpongeBob, go panty rating. I don't and remember they end up that rating. Episode. You don't? Well, then they, it ends up with them rating Mr. Crab's mom's panties. Oh, wait, no, caught. I do. Yes. Yeah. I do remember it's that. It's not on Paramount+. Plus. They removed it. Wow. I would say, I, I recently just, actually, I think just today, I, 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 there was a meme or something that informed me that there was an episode of Pokemon, the original Pokemon series back in the day, that was banned here in the United States. That was this bikini episode. Did you ever watch the Pokemon series? I did, but not religiously. There was a bikini episode where they're doing a bikini competition, 
and Jesse and James from Team Rocket enter it, and James shows up with a giant rack. <laughs> and James is just the most attractive one there in a bikini, and they didn't allow it here in the United States because transgender things made people uncomfortable back in the 90s. <laughs> nice. So, nice. No. No. Nice. Mm-hmm. Anyways, thanks or... for coming to our, our, our... I don't even know what to title that side podcast. I don't... I don't know. It's, it's a, you don't have to title every one of our we tangents. Do. We're so oh, we're RNGing podcast titles. No. Okay. What do we do? Where are we at with Gus? We so we got everything. Do you want to recap? Yeah, I would say that, or we can Let's just like, go home. I don't know. <laughs> yep, we're done. Thanks for coming. We're already home. I we are. We both record from home. Uh, but yeah, I'll give it a, a quick a quick rundown of everything we got here you know what i've also realized about my mic setup just side note i have to look around it and i feel like i'm not talking to the best part of it when i'm trying to read what's on the screen so well you never anyway so i move a lot i'm animated i'm sorry (laughs) anyways we're doing a rundown right now nathan built the character this week or he brought what was built for it and then we did it together we put it together together um what he was inspired by was a book called love and doves Love and Doves? Lonesome Dove. Lonesome Doves. Lonesome. I apologize. Pulitzer Prize Singular. winning Singular. Lonesome Dove is the name of the town that oh. it starts in. Oh. Hmm. Look at that. More you know. Lonesome Dove. And there, because of that, he chose the background of Cattle Rustler. And then he brought his favorite class, which is Half Orc. And he brought the name of Gus Woodrow, which is a combination of the two names of the characters in the book. From there... We decided to roll in the background where we got the personality trait of I am constantly observing every corner of my surroundings, especially when I'm in, in unfamiliar territory. Ideal is charity. I never steal from people who cannot afford it, which comes with a good alignment. Bond. I never use another man's weapon, and I never let anyone else touch mine. And then the flaw is I always leave a calling card at the scene of the crime. Then we rolled stats. We got strength of 11, dex of 10, a con of seven, which is still problematic, and then an intelligence of sixteen, wisdom of fourteen, and charisma of thirteen. From this, we decided that we should probably go with a druid because it makes the most sense with wanting to interact with animals and having a decently high wisdom. And then from there, we found the subclass of Circle of the Shepherd, which is a circle or subclass of druid, which allows for this particular person to interact with animals more and has some fun other cool features that lets them call on animal fey and beast spirits and that's where we're at and i realized pretty early on that i was slipping into the southern accent and i just kind of decided to run with it <laughs> you're so dumb <laughs> hey i don't i didn't think it was bad it was working it was felt natural i don't know i wasn't listening that's no, not true i was um <laughs> it wasn't terrible you know, you. I would give it an eight out of ten because okay, you never okay. once almost faltered in Dandarin. Thank you. That's that's the real thing with me. That's the real do, accomplishment. Yes, is that I don't <laughs> I don't go down into this the deep. That's not even Andarin. No, I can't do them if I'm trying. There it is. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um. But okay. Yeah. So. Where do you want to start as far as filling out uh, this the Gus's story? Gus. Um, okay, so we've got the cattle rustler, which mm-hmm. means I have been potentially stealing cattle. Sure. How long have I been stealing cattle? I don't know yet. Um, you could be new to it. Cattle. I could. I could be new. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Okay, so why? I guess instead of how long, the first question is why. I like that. Why do I want to be saving the animals and making sure that they're not being mistreated mm-hmm. and things of that nature? What, what um, I, a question I'll, I'll pose to probably help answer that one is, do you think the answer to that one is because he's a druid? Or do you think he becomes a druid because he was already doing this? Can you become a druid? Yeah. Um, so with, with, within, like, you're not born into druidness, right? It's not like sorcery or, I mean, cause even the type of magic that druids is, is that you pull from nature. And so like yeah. you, you can, however cockamamie way you want to come up with, however you get in tune with that is, is up to you. It's not something I'm trying to think of, uh, of something where you're like born into it. Like sorcery, you're kind of born yeah, into it, right? There's no like, there's no like bloodline or like lineage of... Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. could be born into a druid, druidic tribe, but even within that, if you want to go off and be a bard because you like singing music better, that's perfectly fine. Like, it's kind of like I would say close to being a bard, right? You, that that magic comes from how you make other people feel, whereas this one, it's it's based on how nature, how you're able to call on nature to help you. Um, so yes, yeah, so you can become a druid. Okay, cool. So maybe. I'm trying to imagine or think of a scenario where maybe I was just like a mildly successful cattle farmer, maybe. Sure. You know, I was I uh, sold off, you know, beef to people that needed it as they were making their travels. They stopped in town. I could sell them things they needed based on the animals that I had, maybe a couple extra horses for them, you know, whatever the case may be. And maybe someone more powerful than me like did me wrong somehow mm-hmm. and like stole all of my stuff and then mistreated them. And that's kind of how I got this um, mindset of, you know, we can't just be mass slaughtering these animals for our betterment okay. kind of thing. Um, that's kind of what I'm thinking of. Maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm just a softy. Maybe it was just had a soft sure. spot for animals. Well, the, the thing, the, the thing I'll say too, uh, with this as far as like the background goes and if we want to tie the it kind of it almost kind of at least what I'm hearing from you is maybe wanting to tie the cattle rustler background and dr- the druid aspect together right it kind of sounds like he's not a cattle rustler first and then becomes like I think those two things are, are, are happening simultaneously right because when we meet this character he's going to be at level one right he's going to be getting better yeah. at stuff so I, I think to that it could be interesting if like he's just learning how to do that right so maybe he doesn't have a history of of doing this but all everything within cattle rustling is who he is as a person right like he likes the idea of stealing from the rich people that can afford it because he got wronged so it's not like something he's done a bunch but any opportunity he has to do that that informs how he interacts with people um as well as like he will always almost kind of put animals before himself or i have an idea that i think you'll like better because it'll tickle tickle your dm ball sack i love being tickled in the ball sack little little Ooh, i don't know why okay Mm. um what if i was like a ranch hand growing up for a really greedy and cruel cattle owner yeah uh farmer yeah and i decided that since that's kind of the only skill i had i grew up doing that i decided i was going to just do that on my own but do it differently because i didn't like what i saw working for this big greedy mecca corporation of true usda prime beef and i decided to uh 
yeah, I decided to do it my way with, you know, no steroids and grass fed and cage free <laughs> baby. And now I've now for the DM aspect of it, I've got this character who I bump into every once in a while and goes like, you still a little fucking baby. And look at all this money I have. I make so much money. You can make so much more money if you just didn't care about the animals. Stupid idiot. And I'd be like, sure. no man, you're a stupid idiot. Ooh, that comeback though. Um, <laughs> The one thing I was I would say with that though is so then do you currently have your own farm and your own stuff that you go back to? Do you have uh, something? Yeah, hey, I'm working on it. Okay, okay. I don't have to be old. I sure. could be like just a, a freshy adult. Yeah, I mean that could maybe be an end goal, right? Like he he wants to be able to earn enough to set up his own his own sanctuary of some sort for animals where he would treat them more, treat them well, treat them better than than how they treated at a place that he was exposed to i like the idea of having that npc i don't know why the the name like a name of like baron something came to me like he's like this and and i think i i do like that and it gives it builds out the world a little bit for this character um i like that he was maybe a farmhand there i mean he could have even like if you want him to be younger again maybe his dad or somebody was on this ranch and he grew up as a kid there and just saw how brutal they were to these animals Right. In some way. And maybe his dad still works there. And like he decided he was done. He's going to go out on his own. And like so that's part of the reason why we find him at this lower level. Um, And maybe again, growing up, he was friends with all the cows there or something. Yeah. Right. And so like that's why he's more in tune with them. And like, I mean, that that could just be an interesting like and it could even be in, in some way a small town where this baron runs the whole town. Right. Like sure. He runs the biggest farm in town. But also, like, that means he has all this power in the city. Because then yeah. in some way, obviously, Gus is going to want to go back there at some point. Or maybe he gets called back there. Maybe something happens with his parent there. And that then calls the whole group to have to go back there. And then whatever you guys want to do within that or whatever the DM wants to do with that. I'm just going to refer to him as the Baron <laughs> from now on. I don't know why. It just Yeah. But with whatever the Baron is doing in that town. Could be fun. Could be interesting. Because then you have this whole kind of Western like idea of maybe trying to free the town from this big evil, whatever bullshit. Um, and then I like that. And then what you could say for as far as how this guy became a druid is just be like, well, I just always was close with the animals. I, I grew to understand them. I, they grew to understand me, and like I'm just now more in touch with them. And like and through the adventures of him doing that, like he constantly tries to just get more in touch with nature. And that's how he just kind of... Because, again, it doesn't have to be some crazy, big, mystical, like, oh, wow, I somehow ended up in the Feywild one time, and I took a bath in this river, and, like, water just went through all of my orifices, and now I'm a druid. Like, no, it could just be... Yeah, Trevor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so, I mean, it could just be like, yeah, I grew up with the cows, and I wanted to be a shepherd more so than, like, a... Maybe that's how he sees himself, right? He, he sees himself more as a shepherd and less of a cowboy, right? Because or what's what's a term for people that are? I mean, cattle driver, I guess. Or I'm trying to think. Of. I mean, cowboy is a term for someone who like. Uh, so the cowboy is like a, the hands to, like the lead captain or mm-hmm. whatever you want to call him, according mm-hmm. to you know my education. So well, I'm, I'm just trying to say like it, that could be his differentiation, right? People think he's a cowboy, but he's like, no, nah, I see myself more as a shepherd. Like, I, I'm here to protect and, and, and move these animals along. Not necessarily, like, doing it for the paycheck or doing it for the glory, doing it for whatever yeah. like, cowboys are seen as the, like, you know. A little pew. more wild, a little less tame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, yeah, yeah I'm just saying that that could be something. 
to draw on as yeah. well, which would then again bring back the word I like, shepherd, and uh, that circle thing. So yeah, <laughs> that circle thing. That circle thing. That circle of the shepherd. Because it could even just be interesting then, like to have him interact with other druids that are more like. So in my first campaign I ever played in, I played a druid, and I've talked about this. Yeah. And in that, I came in wanting to be a druid because I did, like, a BuzzFeed quiz or some shit online. It's like, what class are you in d and I'm like, I don't know. Here we go. Let me fill it out. It's like, you should be a druid. I'm like, okay. So I showed up to my first campaign to Chris, my friend Chris. You know Chris. Uh-huh. I don't know why I'm putting yeah. um, And he was like, are you sure? Sure. I'm like, yeah. It's with, like, he's like, well, we already have a druid in the group. I'm like, oh, does that mean I can't play? He's like, no, no, we can, we can make this work. And so, but what was really interesting and what I'm getting to here is, the druid in the group, she was very connected to nature, very earthy, your classic, like, you know, in the forest, quiet, kind of like meek druid person. I came in yeah. as the, like, from the Arctic North in the circle of the moon or something, I think. And I, I was so shaped by nature that I was used to having to fight against nature and that nature, like, and so that was my struggle. So, like, we were very different types of druid. She was a druid yeah. that's like, oh, I love nature and all this. And I'm like, no, nature will fuck you up. So I'm going to use that. I'm going to use the aggression of nature <laughs> against other yeah. people. So there's a lot of different ways. And what could be interesting is with him, he could see himself as a pacifist with, with nature. But if, then if he actually interacts with another vegan, druid, hippie, like, why are you such a bitch? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, you could be a lot more aggressive and do other things. Like, with druid druidicness yeah so yeah that could be what would be interesting is just like how you play it like he's not quite the cowboy but he's not quite full druid he's in this weird like overlapped in the middle area that i think would be fun to yeah play with. i feel you um i like that as well so i like so far i'm gonna start writing things down before you start talking again yep sorry <laughs> feel free to cut me off it's been two weeks since i've been able to flex this muscle so i'm just flaunting it all over the place um so i like that there's a there's a town there's, There's a, town. a town. There's a town. Born and raised in South Detroit. South Detroit does not exist for everyone at home. Um. <laughs> South Detroit is Windsor. It's in Canada. It's another country. It is. <laughs> yep. It's gone. It's so. Wait, what gone. happened to Windsor? <laughs> oh, you didn't hear? <laughs> no. It's South Detroit now. Oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little. We just went across the bridge. They're like, this is ours now. And Canada's like, oh, yep. okay. Sorry we were here, mate. Oh, sorry, bud. Ooh. Oh, hey. That's oh. not Canadian. I don't know what accent it is. I apologize. Good day. That's more Minnesotan. Maybe. Me, me. Boot. I don't know what this is a boot. Oofta. <laughs> hey, bud. Hey, bud. Sorry, you, bud. Do you want a labats with that before we head out and close down the bar for you? I don't know what that is. This is not. This is nothing. God. No, it was, uh, I'm sorry. that was rough. I'm sorry. We're professionals. <laughs> boot. It, a boot. Sorry. Sorry. Hey, bud. Sorry. Hey. Sorry we've been Windsor this long, eh? Don't you know. Ooh, I, I that was a good pretty... one. <laughs> <laughs> we should have conformed to the South Detroit. As, hey. soon, as soon as that song came out about us, we should have known. Yeah. Oh. We sold the signs and ignored them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't now know. you're here. Yeah, I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> okay, so you're writing so things anyway, down. What we have is there's a there's town. There's a town. That I'm from, where this man owns it all, and he's an evil baron, cattle owner, farmer, baron. evil farmer. Baron. Right. Is that his name or is that his title? Oh, yes. Baron, baron. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also baron. All right, all right, baron. Even though that's just a barren wasteland. You're a barren wasteland. Um, I was raised on this farm. 
because my pappy works there. Right, pappy. Yeah, he wrote pappy. Is that how you spell pappy? <laughs> I thought that was it an didn't I. Get a, it didn't put a red line underneath it. How, so for everyone at home, again, because it's an audio format, he wrote P-A-P-P-Y. <laughs> pappy. Which, which apparently. Pappy Van Winkle. That's how, you, that's how you spell the really expensive and rare whiskey, Pappy Van Winkle. Mm. Pappy Van Winkle sounds like a fucking fantasy clown. It's a really expensive and hard to find whiskey. <laughs> Hi, I'm Pappy Van Winkle. Come on in. I'm Pennywise the Dancing Clown. Oh yeah, Pappy Van Winkle would definitely turn you into a balloon animal. Ooh, ooh, new villain. As, long as I float too. There we go. As long as I can float too, baby. Oh yeah, we all float down here. All right. Oh, sorry, I'm yawning again. Had a Stop full that. Case of the yawnings. Do you think yawns transfer? Like, hundred. You know how they say yawns are contagious. Yes. Do you think if I yawn yes. in this podcast, everyone at home, people listening yawn? Yeah, everyone at home has yawned at least six times during this podcast because of I'm you. I'm sorry, everyone. You did that. And this is supposed That's to be fine. a morning podcast, we decided a couple weeks ago. And you're going to have people yawning even more. <laughs> that means I've got the power. I've got the power. I can start your day off worse. You had coffee? Too bad. I'm yawning. Bitch. <laughs> it's the battle of Nathan's yawns versus your coffee. Versus your Starbucks. <laughs> All right, so my dad, my pappy, worked there. I'm going to have a mom, too, but she's not that important to the story. Um, And I I just had a sense from a young age that there was mistreatment going on. Sure. Ooh. Okay. (laughs) And I, as I got older and more opinionated, I got upset with my dad that he wouldn't stand up to the Baron, that he would just do what was asked of him. It's like, you know that's not right. Like, these animals are being mistreated, and he's like gotta pay the bills son you'll understand when you're older it's like no i won't i like it you like that i love it i love some some dad dad son drama it's great (laughs) i know that came out sarcastic but i do i love it it pulls at me pulls at me the right way yeah i feel you and and Um. it's a it's a what i what part of the reason i wanted to make this podcast is i wanted to have character backgrounds that weren't just my parents are dead so now i'm out on my own (laughs) yeah and this is a perfect great explanation of another reason why somebody wouldn't want to be currently with their parents and or family they had that differentiation between their belief systems and it drove gus away so yes i love so as i got older sorry yeah so as i got older i had to get away from this place and start my own farm because at the end of the day so that's all i think i know how to do it's only skill i think i have right now okay so, so to that extent, then that I guess the question I was going to be is, when do we want to meet this guy? Then, do we want to meet him? Like, so do you want him to have cattle rustled some? Do you think he has no. stolen some cattle? No, no. Okay, I think he ends up in Podcastria and he had just left, so he might be a little. Or does I don't know. I mean, because you could even say he gets kicked out for trying to steal some cattle away, right? And like he was trying to leave anyways, so it's not that huge of a deal. We don't have to have it exactly be. I mean, the cattle. Well, I could have. I could try to have stolen. I'll try and steal some cattle. Okay. So, like, because that, um, that then also gives a motivation for him to go back to this town at some point and try and, like, maybe there's a favorite cow he really likes there. And, like, he wants to... No, I don't like that at okay, all. I'm just stop that. I'm just saying, like, it would still be motivation <laughs> to try and go back to this place and try and save the animals on the farm in some way. Maybe, so he, maybe I got caught stealing some some animals from this farm... And since I got caught, I had to run away. Yeah. Like, in that moment, like I had to make a split decision to leave. Yeah. 
so I kind of left unannounced. Now I don't know what I don't know if, if my dad's still there. I don't know if like he's all right. I don't know if he was maybe punished for my transgressions. Yeah. But I can't go back. I can't go back yet. Yeah. Like I'm not ready to face that yet. What, kind of thing. You what, know? what could even be kind of fun in this is maybe, maybe you did successfully release a few cattle, and it slowly just kind of built over time to the point where they were starting to realize that oh wait these aren't just escaping somebody's helping them leave and even to that point what could be kind of fun to play with with your character is the animals don't survive like you release these cows and they're finding corpses and dead bodies and it's like whoever's doing this isn't actually helping the cattle and so that's what almost kind of makes you realize you need to do more than just free them right you can't just let them go in the wild like there has to be and so it's like it's you then trying to figure out how to interact in this world right you don't like the way they're being held in this captivity but also like if you just let them run out in the wild now they're just getting devoured and it's not helping and it's not doing anything so like just internally i feel like that gives you owl bears yeah owl bears will do it every time they'll just those tear apart cow don't even eat it i was i, I like that um because that's slowly releasing animals and they done be dying they done be dying also i like it that's how this guy just does his words he just kind of talks in ways where the grammar don't really make sense <laughs> he doesn't have to but i don't know like i just like the dunby dying um but yeah because no I think, this guy's gonna be way more care my vision for this voice is a little more charismatic than that are you gonna do mccree it might be close <laughs> i have a pen that i'm gonna put in my mouth okay. to make it seem like i've got a cigar in my mouth Ooh, ooh okay so, so i'm talking through it okay wow yeah it's an interesting visual. Why did you put that end in your mouth? He put the he put the put, ink end in his mouth. I want to put the metal end in my mouth. Okay. This clip right here yeah. is made of metal. Yeah. I don't want that in my mouth. Okay. I mean, you know, you could... Anyways, I don't know. <laughs> this pen don't work no ways anyway, so... <laughs> I like There's that. There's no ink in there. All right. Okay. Um. Yeah. And so the thing I would say is, like, so... I like all of this. The last question I would ask is, what do you think he wants now? Is, is it to make his own farm? Is that like his immediate goal? How does he plan on doing that? Or is it just like... I want to start my own farm and convince my dad to come work for me instead. I like it. Give him a, give him a better life. Cool. And so... Easier life. Does he think... I guess that he, he's trying to figure out how to do that, right? In this moment. Like, yeah. and, and at least at this point, he doesn't know how to get cows right it's it's a little bit it's a little bit i want to help my dad but it's also at the same time i want to prove that bastard wrong kind of thing yeah so it's a little bit of bitter a little bit of a little bit of bitter in my life my life a little bit of softness on the side yeah a big old burrito is all i need yeah i like it oh my mom made me enchiladas i can't wait to fucking smash that shit god damn it (laughs) (laughs) okay all right so what else i think that sounds good. I think that all... I'm trying to think if there's anything else we need for Mr. Woodrill. Sorry for the, the, the dead space, everyone. No, I'm... Uh, yes. <laughs> Maybe that'll... I'll read what Nathan's um, writing down for the motivation and backstory. There's a town that I'm from where this man owns all, and he's an evil farmer, Baron. I, ra- I was raised because my pappy works there. I had a sense at a young age that animals were being mistreated and my dad won't stand up to the baron. So as I got older, I had to get away from this place and start my own farm. I was slowly realizing, or slowly releasing animals and they would die. I realized that that is the wrong way to do it 
and I have to build a farm. Dope. That's me typing while also listening at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so don't judge. Don't judge the words that are written or how they're read. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right, cool. So like, as far as allies and organizations, there's this farm community. And I think what I would say for the person to kind of customize this, if you want to take this character and play it yourself, you could dive into what the dynamics of that farm town are. Maybe you have friends there. Maybe there's something else in some way you're connected to if you want to pull out of it. Um, and then outside of that, I mean, I don't think there's any real druid like connection of any sort that you have like an order or anything like, like that, at least not yet. You could maybe find it in some way. If you're the DM, like depending how druids work in your world, you might, there might be druids that see what he was doing or in some way are drawn to him, but I don't think he has anything like that yet. Um, for alignment, I mean, it's, it's clearly our favorite alignment, right? We have the good already. Is it lawful good? No, it's not lawful. I think it's chaotic. It's chaotic good? Yeah. You don't think it's a straight lawful? He's stealing. From bad people. It could be the his own code. That's, We've talked about the code before. Yes, lawfulness. But that's not... Lawful good still trusts in like the organization of of like uh, uh, society to an extent. This is more Fine. chaotic good because he, he's trying to... Yeah. I mean, well, so your argument... What, what is your argument for lawful good? I'm curious. I don't have one. Um... <laughs> There's one thing I do want to discuss, though. Okay. What's my calling card for when I rob Ooh. people? Oh, that's true. Do I poop? I mean, you could. That's kind of a shitty calling card, though. Haha, <laughs> yeah, I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> what if, um, what if, oh, oh, sorry, sorry, dropping things. What if I have a very special, like, brand of cigar that I always smoke? Yeah. And I leave the, that's the, the scene butt? of the crime. It's kind of like poop. Yeah. You leave the butt. Um. Yeah, I was gonna say, what if he has like eight toes and his footprint is always there and it's got eight toes on it? <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> Whoa, hey, just eight toes. It's not that big of a deal. On one foot? Yeah. That's three extra toes. That's gross. That's almost a whole other foot of toes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, would you rather have eight toes on one foot or only three on the other? What? I'm saying, like, if you got. Okay. So if I've got both my feet. Yeah, both feet. Okay. <laughs> Why are you talking? Okay. So you got both feet. And I'm saying you got five toes on one. Got your normal left foot yep. over here. Normal, perfect, okay. good, a little bit of hair on it, good toes, nails are fine, whatever. Other foot. Would you rather on this foot there be eight total toes that are kind of just added on like, oh man, there's way too many toes, or just three? Kind of space, not are like they, not like you lost two and had two cut off. Like it's only three on it, and like Ninja out. Turtle toes, not that big, normal toe size toes, just spaced out. Like so you have the big toe, the middle toe, and the pinky toe, and it doesn't look like there was ever any other two toes between them. No matter what, I need custom shoes. Huh. So that's already gonna be a pain in the ass. Let's paint the foot more. Um, how? far do my three more three extra toes protrude from my foot i don't think they really protrude i think they just go next to the pinky toe and they kind of just like are the same size as the pinky toe so i've got three more pinky toes yeah and your foot's wider I'd rather have, your foot's wider. i'd rather have that i'd rather have that exactly it'd be easier to buy shoes that's my whole <laughs> logic for this discussion which option would be easier to find in shoes a fantasy world cobblers exist it's not like you're going to pay pay less you know fucking fantasy I'm talking about real life like if i oh. had eight more toes Fair. <laughs> <laughs> I was it's all about the shoe buying process in the real world. 
Okay, good to know. So do we want that to be the calling card? No. <laughs> well, I tried, everyone. I tried it. Um, what if he just put, what if he just writes like a he carves like an SGW somewhere? Shepherd Gus Woodrow. Ooh. Not even just he doesn't even vague about it, just SGW. He could. Well, that's what I'm trying to think, like with the calling card, like where would he leave it? Because that will help us figure out. Like I like the cigar butt thing because it could be something that one isn't intentional. He's not doing it. Like, because that's the other thing too, is like with doing this, is like why? What is the rationale behind it? Right? The cigar butt is like a calling card type thing where it's like, oh, he doesn't know he's doing it, but it's something that happens. And like to your point, if that wanted to be a character thing, as far as druid goes, I think there's a cantrip where you can actually druid craft. You could probably make your own tobacco leaves. You could actually mm-hmm. like create them, and so you could have your own custom cigars that you're just constantly burning through, literally and metaphorically. Um, I like that because then I could make them like smell different ways, and people would be like, "This smells like peppermint." How'd they do that? And then eventually, so many peppermint cigars show up, and it's like someone, some one person's doing. Yeah, well, and because, and that's again where it's like I would, I would say play with it with your DM a little bit, but like I would have no issue if you like Druidcraft is is not. I don't think that breaks Druidcraft as a cantrip. No, it doesn't make it. So it's like, making cigars. It's an yeah, aesthetic thing. Exactly. So like, I, I think that'd be cool and fine, and and le- leans into this cowboy cattle rustlerness of it. So, I agree. Cool, we did it. So it's <laughs> the cigars. He leaves behind. So not to describe this character, right? Yeah. So he's a half orc. I'm gonna make him six four. Okay, so kind of short. That's tall. <laughs> it's four inches taller than you. Shut up. Three and a half. <laughs> four. Three and a half. A flat four. Um. <laughs> so he's like six foot four, stocky build. Wears leather clothes. Wars leather clothes. Um, smokes cigars. Yep. yep. Bald. Ooh, okay. Um, 22 and bald. Oh, yeah, we also decided his age is 22, which I guess for half-orcs is not. It is pretty old because they only live till their late 40s, right? Early 50s? Is it really? I believe so. Which, I mean, but it doesn't. They, they age the same as humans. They just don't live as long. Gotcha. I will double check while you're describing this character. Um, they reach adulthood around age 14. Rarely live past 75. Oh, 75. So I was wrong. So 14's a little too old then. I wanted him to be kind of a fresh or rational you, you, adult. You mean 22's a little too old? That's what I meant. So like 17. He's 17 years old. Okay. I mean, he could have been spending, you know, two to three years freeing cattle in some way uh, on that farm yeah. trying to release them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, does he wear a hat? He wears a hat. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we're leaning there's a leather this, yeah. cowboy hat does he have like a what are those the parka like sashes I'm, I'm fully just thinking of mccree now but what is the like the thing that the weird like what are those i don't called? know what they're called god but i know isn't it just a duster like a it's something duster isn't it cow i'm looking up cowboy duster see if that's, that's fine i also want to specify that on my no, leather cowboy hat is sgw ingrained ooh, on it ooh, okay like the belt, like McCree's belt buckle, but instead it's on the front of my hat. <laughs> Got that made. <laughs> Ooh, does Maybe he get me to myself? Yeah, sure. I was like, does he just go by ship? I think you go by Gus. Yeah, that's fair. That's fine. Shepherd. So Gus. a duster's like a jacket. Yeah, a duster is like a jacket. I'm trying to think. I don't even know how to look it up. Um, cowboy, cowboy parka thing they drape over themselves. <laughs> 
I feel like someone at home's like knows what this is. Is that a wild rag around your neck, cowboy? What? Um, um. So looking at this, these pictures of McCree, an, a neckerchief. Is that what it is? That'll be so dumb if that's what it's called. No, it's not. Okay, no, good. that's just like a. God dang it! What's it? What's it called? I feel like we should just tweet at Matt Mercer right now and just ask him and see if he knows. He's not gonna fucking know. He probably doesn't know either. You're right. He also wouldn't answer. Whoa, he's responded to me on Twitter before. What? Yeah, he's very responsive. No, he hasn't. I can show you on the Twitter account that I don't really use anymore. I actually made a new How... one yesterday. Was it a frock? Ooh, maybe. Or a poncho? That's, Cowboy poncho? That's what I was... Yeah, I was saying parka. I meant poncho. It's a poncho. I've got a picture of yep, uh, yep. Clint Eastwood right here. Yep. Spaghetti Western. Cowboy Poncho, three hundred and thirty dollars. That's pretty nice. Has a cowboy. He definitely has a poncho. You're right. But is it like a half poncho, have, or like if we want to describe that more? I like that though. Does he have spurs? I mean, I, definitely a half poncho. These full front ones look real dumb. Yeah, they do. I'm thinking like a um, yeah, like a spaghetti western style poncho. I would just call it a half poncho. That like when you say that in my head, that's what I visualize is that it's just gotcha. draped over like one half of them. Like one of his his uh, he's got boots with the spurs with the spurs. <laughs> wow, wow! Yeah, dig those spurs and the horse to get it going. Yeah, that was that that was gonna be the other thing to say. Does he have a horse? Oh, he definitely has a horse. That's I, his name. Ooh. I'll allow. I, that's a uh, too important of a question to ignore. <laughs> yes, we finally found a circumstance where Nathan wants to bring another name into a character backstory. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so just to give you an idea, the horse names can be real dumb. Yeah. One of them in, in Lonesome Dove is was simply referred to as the Hell Bitch. Ooh. Wait, that's the one they couldn't she was really break, difficult. Right? Yeah. I remember you talking about that. How'd you know that? Because you talked to me, you've talked to oh, me about this book before. Oh. Yep, there's the Hell Bitch. Um, I don't know, but they all have names. That's the important thing. That's why I know we need to do this, yes. unfortunately. So... What are you thinking? Do you want to go something dumb? Is it a boy? Is it a girl? Is it non-gender? Do you want to have something dumb? Do you want like a horse race's name? A horse ra- horse racing? Like Secretariat? Well, I was going to even say something crazier. Because like horse racing horses have the craziest names. There's one that was like... Uh, like Hoof-Hearted. Uh, yep. Yep. That one or... Hoof-Hearted. Or, or uh, uh, Wife's Alimony, I think is one, <laughs> is one of those names. <laughs> uh, race horse names i'm looking at that too um seattle slew man of war red marmalade it can literally be anything i can name it like fucking native whiskey kelso well that's what i'm trying to say so like if we want to really get into this i'm assuming this is a horse he probably broke himself he probably grew up with and it's like very close to right so like what where do you want the name to kind of come from and it's because he gus probably named it right so like what was that like he could call it freedom or, or, or no, I don't like that. I don't like it that much. Okay. Um, so here's what kind of what I'm thinking. Here's the here's the scenario I'm imagining. Lay it out. You're with your party. Yeah. You say to your horse like a, come here, blank. Yeah. You say Ooh, the name blank. I like blank. Someone asks you, why do you call your horse that? What's that mean? And I want the response to that be, 
It's the only thing that's consistent and never let me down. Ooh. So I want it to be like an object. So it could be like maybe like again. So I'm not, I don't. Th- I'm not saying this is the answer, but again, it could be like name the horse something like whiskey. And it's like the only. It's like every time I drink whiskey, I know what I'm getting. I know what to expect. Sure, I know what's going to happen. Sure. So it could be just something that is consistent. Um, so you want it to be an inanimate object that a cowboy of his stature would see as extremely reliable. Yeah, yeah. Could yeah. be anything. So and then you don't want something like faithful. Like, oh, why do you call it faithful? Like that's so obvious. Like in a, yeah, in a it's stuff. too on the nose. Okay. Um, hmm. I do like whiskey. It could just be whiskey. I'm trying to think. This could be. What, what, what else on the farm would be something he would have had exposure to by the age of 17 that he would say is like, oh, it's just so, so reliable. Always there for me. It's always got my back. Um, what, if, what if we make it a little more, what if we make it like uh, Sunrise? Because it always happens. Yeah. 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 I don't mind. Because Sunrise also gives it a little bit of a softness to it. So you could have this like gruff kind of cowboy. And it's like, why do you name your fucking horse Sunrise? Yeah. And it's like, Sunrise it's is there. It feels long though. Right? Like at least to be able to say it. Yeah. Does that make sense? I, yeah. I personally like whiskey better. Even whiskey Sunrise. Huh? Huh? <laughs> 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 um. Yeah, I don't know. Either could work. I like Sunrise. I get that. Because that, that speaks to the duality of this character, right? The gruffness to him. But then also there's that soft side of like being able to enjoy the beauty and, and sereneness of nature. Um, it, could just be sun, it could just be sunshine, too. Or sun. Or, or, or something like that. Like, Because um, so, I like pulling from the nature aspects. Like, what's something in nature that people... It could be moon could be moon um da, 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 horse names inspired by alcohol just a bunch of fucking alcohol <laughs> that's so nature stupid. horse names man i do not spell at all we got Dude, like this one's kind of funny yeah no namey no namey no namey no namey <laughs> <laughs> um fern firefly flame bear avalanche beaver blizzard breeze um, moonlight, morning star, morning glory. Um, oh. I think I, I honestly I think that what I've learned from this podcast is the first thing we kind of are okay with and like we should run with. What about Sundance? I mean, it's a film festival, but what about Daybreaker? I like whiskey. I think whiskey works. Okay. I like whiskey too. Let's do that. Because I mean, then we, yeah, I, I like that. Plus, that's a that's a good response. And I mean, he could be a little bit younger and drink. Because again, the drinking age, I don't think, really is a thing in this. Like, they don't serve children. But if he looks old enough and like an adult, then it's fine. Like, yeah, they're gonna serve. There's no one IDs, you know, people in the <laughs> fantasy world. There's like, you look like a kid. But if he yeah. looks old enough, which he has for at least three to four years, um, and it could be a thing too, like on the farm. I'm assuming all the farmhands drank. Assuming his dad probably drank a good one, and they probably just had whiskey, and that was always their go-to. Yeah, I would agree. Um, and I'm going to be real sunburnt. I probably look like leather. So I like it. So a dark green, I'm, very dark green skin. I'm, I'm look old. Ooh, ooh. Here's a fun question: Is his dad the human or the ha- or the orc or half? Ooh. 
maybe he's the human. That's why he's so passive. Okay. His mom's the orc. Okay. Well, I mean, she could have been a half orc as well, because you can be a half orc. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Still be the half orc, or they can both be half orcs. I mean, it's it's fine. Whatever. I was just curious, like how. They, yeah. yeah, they both could be half orcs, and the dad just was a more passive. Mm-hmm. Didn't get so much orc. Got more human. Sure. I mean, yeah, and that's where it's like it doesn't. It's not a huge thing. We don't have to go into it a bunch, but it could be a fun. Yeah. Dynamic. Yeah, I don't care. So. And, and the thing you could say with the mom Doesn't is matter. the mom could have just left at some point, and that, that could be a thing where the DM as well, if you want to play with it, cool. Or you just don't have to either. It could just be that yeah. you just left, and that's just how life is sometimes. Um, yeah. Womp womp. Cool. Womp womp. Um, what color is the poncho? If he's a dark green, right? So he's a dark, like, leathered skin green. I don't know. What makes nice contrast? To that, some sort of, like, uh, red-orange-ish type like color Ooh, i like that yeah i like red orange so it's like solid red with orange like decorativeness on it oh yeah <laughs> that was weird that was weird for all of us i'm speaking for everyone listening and myself um all right cool i think that's it i think we sorry got i'm typing i think we got shepherd gus woodrow all figured out sgw on the hat <laughs> um yeah so is there anything else you want to go into before we uh start playing them that's it baby all right i like right. them cool it's not my favorite character but wow my least favorite character wow just jeez, just cutting him off at the knees no he's in the middle okay all right well then let's get <laughs> to it Alright, so we're back at the CD Tavern, and it's pretty busy. It's the weekend night, um, a lot of people coming in and out of the bar right now, a lot of hustle and bustle out in the streets of Podcastria. It's about dusk, the sun's going down, and right at this time, there's a horse that looks just, just tired, just real winded that is finally just coming to a slow trot into the main thoroughfare thoroughfare street main main street of of podcastria and he's getting some interesting looks because people here have seen horses and they've seen people ride horses but it's never it's not really commonplace to have them just right in the middle of the city um and that's where we see gus riding in on the back of whiskey and as the sun's going down, people kind of giving him looks. He finds the first place that he thinks he can kind of just tie up a horse, which is right in front of the, the seedy tavern as a few people are kind of going in and out. It's kind of rambunctious inside. You can hear some noise and some glasses being, like, cheered and tossed around behind the bar. And there's some music coming from inside as well as uh, somebody's up on the stage uh, playing a lute of some sort and playing a nice little sea shanty of a song um and then uh gus is there on the back of his horse in front of the tavern all right so gus grabs the reins of whiskey and ties it to the um you said there's not it's not really like a place for horses is there There, there's not it's not like built for it there's kind of a front of it where you have the two windows on either side and it has saloon style doors and there are in front of it like 
poles or like spicks of some sort, but they're not built to tie horses to it. This is kind of just like a little area to make sure that other carts and things coming down the street don't get too close to the building. It's allowed for a little area for people to stand out front. So they've kind of just put like some wooden big posts, I guess would be, would be a better way to do it. Like so that you can tie them up to it, but there's no other horses currently there. And anyone else that's been through podcaster has never really ever seen a horse tied there. It's more of just to give gotcha. space for people to kind of stand out front of the tavern. Well, I'm tying my horse right there. First block of wood that I can find that makes sense take the reins of whiskey and tie him up and you know brush his mane and say hang tight i'll be i'll be back um and uh as as you do that inside the tavern okay yeah as as you do that and you come inside you see uh that there was like a a little uh, younger individual that's kind of like right by the door and as you push it open you see his eyes kind of go wide as he looks out at at whiskey and goes "Oh, oh wow is that that your horse yeah Wow, that's that's so pretty. I've never, wow, uh, 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 I, the, the, I've never really seen. I don't know if that's what those posts are, are for. I, I've been I've been working and busting tables here for for a bit, and uh, but that's 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 cool. I, 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 uh, I that should that should be fine. I don't know if anyone will it, will it run away if you just leave. No, it? I shouldn't. Okay, I was say because there there's some stables uh like more up by the by the front if you wanted to put them up there. That's where people usually uh put put their their horses. I appreciate your suggestion, and I go to walk past him. Oh, oh, oh okay. Uh, well, if you do, okay. Uh, and, and he's just kind of nervous as you just keep moving. He kind of walks with. <laughs> uh, uh, do, uh, are, are you looking for a place to stay? Are, are you are you are you new in town? What what what's up? I'm looking for something to drink, and yeah, a place to stay would be nice. Okay. Well, uh, then, uh. Yeah, probably probably just go go up to go up to the bar. Um, and uh, you see Barry, large half elf, kind of behind the bar, just wiping it down and all of this. And he kind of sees you walking over. Oh, oh, Trevor, uh, can you go clean off the booth uh, above the stage? Uh, somebody spilt all of their their chili cheese fries all over the table. Aw, damn it! I hate having to get just just go do it. Just wipe it down. Uh, <clears throat> hello. Oh, good sir. Uh, what what may I get for you? Howdy. Good. Like good something? Drink. You got something to drink in this establishment? Uh, but yes, we are a tavern. Of course, we have <laughs> something to drink. Uh, what, what would you like? Would you like an ale? No, I don't drink ale. No. You got anything a little, a little more bite? Oh yeah, we have some different liquor, uh, as well as we have some. Uh, there's mead, and as well as some moonshine of some sort, and whiskey, and different liquors. Whiskey. Uh, very, very well. <clears throat> and he just kind of reaches under, pulls up a, a kind of dirty-looking decanter, and just like, well, just, uh, tell, tell me when. And he just kind of pours what, like into, it's not quite a shot glass, but it's a little bit smaller. It's like a highball glass of, of a sort, and he's just kind of filling a little bit, and you see him kind of slowing down his pour as it gets... That's good. All right, uh, that, that'll be. Don't bo- bother, don't bother, don't bother putting the bottle back under the bar. You'll be bending over too much. Just leave it right here. Oh, I don't have to really bend. I can just kind of. Uh, oh, all right. Well, well, that's probably about uh, two silver. Add it to my tab. Oh, you've been here before. Uh, well, what's your name? And he kind of turns around and grabs like a, a clipboard of some sort. You call me Gus. Gus. Uh, I don't. <clears throat> I don't see. Oh, wait, dude, you like to start a tab? Yes. Oh, 
Very well. <clears throat> and what, uh, what is your full name, then? So I can make sure you're different from uh, Gus Malone that we also have on here, because <laughs> you don't really look much like a, like a halfling. <laughs> Gus. Just Gus. Gus? Just put Gus down. I'll be the only Just Gus. Just, all right, I'm going to write Just Gus, <clears throat> half-orc cowboy. <clears throat> and I wrote... Don't put the Just. I'm not a cowboy either. Those oh. Cowboys are a bunch of degenerates. Well, I... I probably I just saw the hat and I saw the what is that a duster of some sort? Well, on you there, and I just assume <clears throat> if you must be specific, you can write down Shepherd Gus. Ooh, Shepherd Well, that has oof <laughs> any kind of fancy shit. That's a quite the title. <clears throat> Shepherd uh, what's your, Gus. What what's your name? Uh I am Bartender Barry. <laughs> See it? Yeah. Uh, just Barry's fine. You can just <clears throat> just call me Barry. Um so so Gus, as he starts talking, Gus reaches down and grabs like this little, small little pouch out from behind his poncho and opens it up. And as he does that, he goes, Barry, can I smoke in here? Cigars. Uh, oh, yeah, yes, of course. There's, you can be whatever you'd like, as long as you don't smoke up in the rooms. Uh, that, that would be the only. Uh, do you, do you, would you like a room? Are you looking to stay? I would. All right. I am. Okay. Well, then, uh, yes, I can, of course, but... Uh, Set that up for you. Uh, let me know just later. In the, are you wanting it now? You don't look like you really have much much stuff with you. Are, are you? So while while you're talking about the room, I'm reaching into my pouch and I'm pulling out. Um, I start rolling my own cigar on the bar, hmm. making a little bit of a mess. Tobacco's kind of, you know, I got to chop it up and all that stuff. And I'm being good with it, but it's still kind of a messy process. Um, what? It's quite. <clears throat> Interesting. What, what, what I'm doing now? I've never. I don't, uh, is that how they're made? It's how I make them. Hmm. All, all right, um, but yeah, like I was saying uh, about the rooms. Uh, if just let me know late, later in the evening. We have a few available right now. It is the weekend, so there might be some people renting them out on an, <clears throat> a shorter term basis for not quite the whole night. But uh, we can make sure that you get something. Gus finishes up with a cigar and puts it in his mouth. Uh, Barry. Uh, y- yes? How often are people coming in and out of here? Well, like like I said, on the, on the weekends, people come and go through quite a bit. Um, you know, it depends what they're, they're doing uh, for the evening. But usually if uh, two people come in together, you know, they'll, they'll take a room for a few hours or so. But then there's people that uh, come and stay, like as they're traveling through. We are one of the closer taverns to, right by the, the entryway, which I'm... I'm assuming you're also near to town, yes? That'd be, that'd be correct. Well, right, yeah, that's why most people will stop here uh, on their way through before they head north into the mountains or when they're heading down from there to go back door, down towards the, <clears throat> the water. So uh, people come and go quite quite frequently. Uh, why, why, why do you ask? What, what brought you in, in here, if I can ask it, Shepard? Because I'm looking to keep moving, not looking to stick around if you... Know what I'm saying? Uh, yes, <laughs> of course. Podcastry is uh, not much of a destination for people to to really uh, s- set up uh, shop. It's, it's you know it's, it's grown much, but uh, nevertheless, yeah, the people move through here all the time. I don't think it would be strange for you to just stay for an, an evening. I mean, we we don't have a day minimum, like I said. <laughs> Some people uh, don't even stay for the whole night. Good. I'll stay. I'll take one night for right now, 
and then hopefully, uh, hopefully come tomorrow, I'll, uh, meet up with somebody and we can get out of here. Uh, uh, hey, you know, your business is, it's, it's your business, uh, uh, Shepard. Uh, I, uh, oh, yeah, hang on, I'm going to, uh, are you good for right now? And he kind of points yeah. over at someone else that's trying to get his attention. Uh, 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 uh <clears throat> very well, uh. Then just wave me down, or Trevor is around here as, as well, and, uh, he's, uh, no, use not that rag, oh, God, and he just kind of rushes uh, away uh, behind the counter, and you kind of just sit there uh, with your whiskey neat, and you're in the somewhat dirty highball glass um, in front of you, uh, you kind of chew on your cigar, as then next to you, uh, on your left side, a, a figure kind of pulls up a stool, and kind of sits down, and you see this slender half-elf figure with long blonde hair and, like, a nice set of kind of, like, hide armor, but it looks, like, shined almost, so it's very, very nice armor to it. Just kind of sits down and goes, Oh, well, hello. I couldn't help but eavesdrop, which, uh, I mean, no offense by this. Uh, I think you're... Name was Shepard? Is that correct? Depends on who's asking. I haven't looked at him yet. I'm still looking forward. <laughs> well, of course. Uh, I I couldn't help but overhear a little bit more. That you are looking to keep moving uh, through this town. And uh, is there a particular direction you're trying to head? Just, just not back to where I came from. Well, I think we all can kind of relate to that. Uh, where exactly is it that you are from? It's none of your business, oh, I, friend. I, uh, I, I apologize. I mean, no needs to offend. I, here, let me, let me introduce myself. I am Sidro. Please do. I'm Sidro Goodwick, and uh, we, and he kind of gestures over to a booth. Uh, we. Well, we're, we're heading northeast-ish, and so I only inquired about where you're from to see if you might be interested in heading up that way towards, uh, well, the forest, and uh, there's a little bit of a event up that way that we're trying to uh, help out with that uh, I, again, noticed your stature and want to not spend too much time here as well, that... Uh, we could use a little bit of muscle, uh, like yourself, to perhaps uh, come along with us. We recently lost, uh, not necessarily a friend, but an acquaintance of a sort that no longer saw it fitting to be traveling with us. And so, just curious what what your interest might be in moving up that way. He takes a big drag of his cigar and ashes it on the bar top and uh, says what events in the northeast <laughs> well let's just say there's a small outpost up that way of some sort that may or may not be holding certain individuals against their will huh sounds like something I might be interested in Oh, well, uh, what, uh, what is your price, then? Perhaps, good shepherd. No price. 
Oh. Just uh Yo. <laughs> so let me ride along let me ride along with you folks. I, share have a share of your meals and a share of any spoils that may come. I'm assuming you're not doing this for free. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Uh, of of course not, and that honestly, I must say, makes me rather uncomfortable to think that you're not willing to at least take something for this. I I must insist that we at least offer you more than rations along this way. I don't really like to have have people coming along that I don't understand what they're pursuing themselves. So I insist that you at least let me give you a couple gold for it. What's uh, what's uh? What's the score you're getting out of this job? <laughs> um, well, would you believe me if I said I'm just doing it for the good of releasing people from the unwanted capture? Uh, no. <laughs> well, let's just say the people that they're holding I know. And, well, they've helped some of us in our time of need, and, well, I I don't like being indebted to people, and so they're calling in a favor. So, uh, what am I getting out of this, you ask? As well, it's, it's a lot. This, and I, don't, I don't think it's uh, necessary to go into it here, much like you say your past is your own, as is mine. Just know, the people we're going to help have helped us. And again, he just kind of gestures back towards the booth, um, which I'm assuming you still haven't turned, correct? Yep. Very much Wolverine from first class, not even looking. Yep. Um, Go fuck yourself. Uh, it's it's clearing the ledger in some way. So it, it's that. It's for the, you know, just goodness of helping someone that once helped us. I guess I can get behind that. Well, that is just lovely to hear. I do have one last question I need to ask uh, you before I fully sign on for this. Of course. Endeavor. How do you and your group treat animals? <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't understand. What do you, What do you mean? I've got a horse that I ride. Oh. Well, and some people don't take kind to horses, and some people mistreat other sorts of animals, and I'll tell you right now, I won't stand for it. Ah, uh, I understand. Um, I can honestly say I've never given much thought to it. I've never gone out of my way to hurt an animal, but if a wolf or dog is hunting me down, I will make sure that I survive. Makes that... that's all right. Well, and it's, it is wonderful to hear you already have a way of transport. Uh, honestly, the cart we're in was getting a little bit uh, crowded, so it's good to know. Yeah, I've got a horse and a, I got a horse on a bedroll. Oh, well, look at you! Aren't you uh, the classic cowboy? <laughs> Don't call me a cowboy. Oh, uh, oh, uh, I, of, of course, I will stick to Shepherd then. Much appreciated. Much obliged. Well, um, then, good shepherd, if you would like to come and meet the rest of my uh, companions over at this booth, and he kind of gestures. I turn to him for the first time. You see that he has, like, a, a, a darker kind of cloak over this armor, and he has a hood, and he's got, like, a kind of a scar that carves around 
the right side of his face, kind of around the eye from his like temple down to like the top part of his cheek, very pale skin. I uh, put my cigar in my mouth and I offer my hand uh, for a handshake. He he takes he stops gesturing and turns back in and shakes it. All right, so that's a, a deal then. Um, you're welcome. And to- I grab the bottle. I grab the bottle and the glass and oh. follow him towards the stable. <laughs> I like your style, Shepard. Um, and then the two of you kind of walk back over to this table. Um, and as you're kind of approaching the table, you can kind of see that there's a larger dwarf figure, very very stout, more wide than tall, <laughs> um, that is kind of over there, as well as you see a, a human and a tiefling uh, of a sort that are sitting on the table. The, the human has what can only be described as like tethered, tattered rags that are kind of just like tied together all over them and then the the tiefling is uh very very dark colored garments of of a sort it's a a purple tiefling that has like ritual beads kind of like a um a rosemary kind of around its neck that just are tied together all black and it's got a a black heavy cloak that looks like underneath it is very bulky and covering up you would assume armor, but you can't really see it because of the way the cloak is tied. Uh, the dwarf has a giant pot belly <laughs> that is just kind of like pushing against the table, and his beard kind of runs onto the table in some way. His hair is kind of braided um, tight back as he's just very loud and like just talking about. I I don't think you understand what I'm talking about here, Garrison. And as you're kind of walking up to the table. They're, they, he kind of quiets down. Oh, oh. <clears throat> Sidro, did you find someone else? Uh, yes. This is, uh, well, I've just been referring to him as Shepard. <laughs> well, that's lovely. Uh, nice to meet you, uh, good Shepard. Uh, this arrogant human over here is, I don't think you need to be going calling me arrogant. I'm just trying to say what I believe in here. I'm... <laughs> Garrison, yeah, nice to meet you, Shepard. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <sighs> Nevertheless, thank you for joining us, Shepard. That's Garrison. That's Tiffany. Tiffany, and uh, <clears throat> I am your illustrious Gail. <clears throat> nice to. How are you? Nice, nice to meet you. Uh, you are bringing drinks. I see. <laughs> You'll fit in just fine. This is mine. Oh, Sidro, you really know how to pick them. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, well, let's try and be nice uh, to our half-orc friend here and not uh, scare him away again. I, oh, I'm not going to apologize for standing up what I believe in, Sidro. You knew it when we started working together. Uh, very well. Well, welcome. To the fold, Shepard. I can tell it's going to be a pleasure. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> scene. Um, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, yeah, I thought it was fun too. I, I liked it. I really liked every time I could call you cowboy <laughs> because <then laughs> like, don't call me cowboy like that's i don't know that's such a good 
like rebuttal and lying to like have like don't call me cowboy i'm not a cow like because yeah. you look so much like a fucking cowboy <laughs> exactly like, yep. oh. <laughs> yeah um that's fun yeah i like i liked it too i just like i think southern accent's my favorite sure <laughs> sure well for me like i i um, said i i easily find myself being able to slip into it like even if I just listen to country music too long for for a day, I'll start like just kind of have like, and it's one of those things where it'll just be happening for me, and it's like, do I fight against? Like, do I stop? Like, ah, whatever, it's fine. But yeah, oh, yeah. No, I think. I, um, go ahead. But yeah, I like Gus. I feel like he needs a. I mean, we don't have to talk about it now, but he definitely needs a. Don't druids need some sort of weapon? He needs like a staff or something. Well, doesn't I guess necessarily. that's the one thing. I, I I guess we didn't get into. We didn't figure out. I, the weapon he never takes and he doesn't let anyone else touch his, right? Um, it could be a special staff for Shillelagh. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be a... I'm trying to think if Shillelagh has to be a staff. It could just be some sort of like... I don't know, even like baton of some sort or like yeah. something. like It could be shorter and could just be used as like a melee. It could be a hammer. It could be a... a let me look up Shillelagh. Well, I just want to say that, like, yeah, we didn't really touch on the weapon thing, but I kind of knew within myself from the gate it wasn't going to be a special thing like you thought it could be. Like, ooh, there could be a lot there. Like, you could. Like, if someone wanted to take that and, like, make a really unique weapon or something out of it, Mm -hmm. they totally could. But in my brain, it's just, based on how I played this character, it's just his. Yeah. Like, don't touch it. He wouldn't want someone touching his hat. He wouldn't want someone touching his poncho. He wouldn't want someone touching his horse. It's just like, it's his. Don't touch it. That's how I would approach yeah. So no, no matter what the weapon is, it's like that's mine. Don't touch it. Yeah, I, I like Don't that. touch my stuff. And then, and, and to your point, it does inform the overall how that character is. It doesn't have to be the and that's the one thing about these background things that we lean into or or sometimes don't is they can be as big or small as you want them to be. Um, yeah. Because I think we we leaned more into at least as far as the things we rolled on the calling card and ideal, right? I mean, we never mm-hmm. outright said it that I'd never steal from people who cannot afford it, but like that's inherent. Like we feel that through all of, all of it. And then the personality yeah. trait of I'm constantly observing every corner of my surroundings. I think, yeah, like, again, we don't make it a huge thing, but like it makes sense that like he would just be always yeah. on the lookout, always perceiving. Um, yeah. And Chalet, as I was going to say, it can, especially if he's on the run. Exactly. Um, Chalet says, uh, the wood of a club or quarter staff you are holding is imbued with nature's power. So it just has to be some gotcha. sort of wooden weapon of some sort. So he could just have like a billy club <laughs> or something that's just like on his side that he just can kind of, kind of quick draw and just fucking hit someone in the face with. <laughs> um, gotcha. Because again, if you're, if you're on a horse, you can just kind of ride through and it's whack, 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 just be knocking people as you get up on them. Um, all right, cool. Yeah. Another thing, too, is, like, these stats, again, we didn't go into the fact that, like, oh, he's got a super low con. doesn't matter. You can re-roll those stats. Use whatever you want. We just used that to kind of help figure out what class uh, really worked. But I think... Exactly. I think... You know what? You know what? I'm going to give a, a, a spoiler for next week. I think this should be the character okay. you play for, for Duff's campaign. No. <laughs> no, I know. Um, I do... I, I would like playing this again, though, because how many druids have we made now? Not too many. A Drow was a druid. This is a druid. Um, I think I made a druid. That's a, I think we've made at least four. I think we've made at least four or five. Maybe, f- I don't think five. But this this has a completely different feel than Drow, than... God, why can I not think of all the other 
characters that we've potentially made that are druids because we've made over 30 now at this point yeah we're close to we're halfway to 40 from 30 whoa we're halfway there okay i'm scrolling through druid oh caleb stooney the was another druid that you made the the one that was the 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 rock guy that wanted to build dungeons this feels completely different than him oh the furball yeah the furball yep um (laughs) what other druids we got in here so that's one and then Dro is two. Oh, and Grunter was a druid too. That's right. We made druid. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Complete like yeah, that's what I think druid is is the one class, at least for me, that I think you can really have a range of how they're played. Like you can in that's all hilarious. of these, but like the comparison between Grunter, Dro, uh Kale uh Cobble, Stooney, and Gus. Yeah. They're all so different. Like they don't yes. really overlap. In, I would say the, the one that's closer to this is probably Drill, in that they really like nature. But that's about it. And they're half. Or no, he was a. He was Drill's a, a Goliath. Goliath, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, druids are fun. They're very versatile. So. <laughs> I would play. I, I think of all the druids we've made. I think I'd play this one. Yeah, I think this is be the one I'd like to play the most. I I yeah I'm I'm really excited for our banter for next week because I think i know why i want to play Dro so strongly sure. but i also want your opinion sure. so that could be a whole side fucking foreshadow to the first 10 to 15 minutes of next week's <laughs> episode um but all right cool so yeah that's that's shepherd gus woodrow uh let us know what you think about him and the best way for you to let us know what you think is you can shoot us an email at our gmail which is rng pc podcast at gmail.com did i say that right i did nice i wasn't even at that part of the script yet so rngpc podcast at gmail.com shoot us over your opinion or if you want to engage with us like a millennial and or gen z type person our social media is a great way to do that also we're on twitter instagram and facebook all of them at rng underscore pc Shoot us over what you think uh, this half-orc McCree would look like, um, as well as maybe what we did wrong or what you think we could have done better. Maybe not wrong. I'm going to stop saying wrong because I think it's what you think we could have done better, what you would like to do with this character. And if you do end up using Mr. Woodrow, let us know how that works, what that story is. That'd be so cool to hear. Um, And then other than that, what else do we got, Nate? What other ways can they reach out to us and engage? Um, we've got all sorts of stuff. I like just catching you off guard because I saw you, you, you yourself were just not paying attention to the outro. I think I already heard you hit. I already heard you hit the Instagram. The, yeah, uh, I know. The I wanted you handles. to hit the Patreon and YouTube, which are our new things that okay. we're growing and getting bigger at. That's what I was unsure on whether or not you said it. I, no, I, I didn't. I was. You had like sixty percent of my attention. Okay. I'm sorry. No. I'm a terrible co-host. That's fine. But we do have a page. We do have a Patreon and a YouTube. Um, RNGPC, uh, the YouTube we've been uploading, uh, what I've been calling quick tips onto. We try oh, to keep them, yeah. keep the, uh, video down to like a minute of just mm-hmm. a random tabletop quick tip that I can think of. Uh, try to make it funny, try to make it informative. Um, I'm enjoying doing them. Lloyd has been editing them. I think, I, I think the content's yeah. good personally. I enjoy them, but, um, I always watch them. That's good. <laughs> that's good. Glad. Um, um, they're also on TikTok. Did you mention TikTok? I did not. I don't, it's not on the script. It's not here. Oh, well, we have a TikTok, RNGPC. Everything's RNGPC. Yeah, and I'm pretty is. sure we're on everything except for um, whatever that Friendster Republican thing is. OnlyFans. 
right? That's the Republican yep. one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I will also say we currently are also on Twitch at RNGPC. We have not started streaming there yet, but definitely keep an eye out. And if you want to go and follow us there already, you will get notified once we do. And we will let you know on social media as well as here when we plan on streaming. So make sure you keep an eye out for that because then you can see our beautiful bearded faces while we do this. You can see my new apartment, which I'm still figuring out where I want this camera to go. I might even just hook up my DSLR, you know, get crazy. Yeah. Oh, you'll look so much better than me. I will. That'll be the, that's the whole point. So if you want to. It'll be the only time. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Well, if you want to see who's more beautiful, check us out (laughs) when we do start streaming. Uh, Other than that, thank you very much for listening. Thank you for your support. And if you would love, we would love it if you would review and rate us in the iTunes app. We would read any of the reviews we get. We've done it before. We'll do it again. So, yeah, we just haven't had any in a while. Yeah, so write it down in there. It takes two minutes. Not even. Depends how many words you write. Um, but that also helps us to get discovered by other people that enjoy D&D type podcasts and stuff. Um, but that's it. That's all I got. I think we're done. This is the end of the episode. Yeah. Nice, dude. I don't know. I see the, this is a good one. Good, good timing, good pacing. I see the tumbleweed rolling through from from Gus. It's noon. That is. It's the end of everything. And now I'm Apparently, just... Overwatch has released a patch where more than one tumbleweed will roll by <laughs> when McCree high noons. That's how you know it's good. You get the double tumbleweed. So double tumbleweed. As those roll away, y'all keep rolling. Y'all keep playing. <laughs> that was a good one. I'll give you that one. That was good. See you next week, guys. Bye.